This is the Mountain Practice Journeys podcast, and I'm your host, Cindy. I gladly welcome you to this comfy, cozy space for introverts, highly sensitive people, and solopreneurs who help and heal. This is a place for practical, nature-based, magical support for your business and life. Gather around the hearth, get comfortable, and settle in. I'm glad you're here. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Mountain Practice Journeys podcast. And today I'm here with Molly Harold, and they are the owner of NeuroAbundant Retreats. So we're going to talk a little bit today about the retreats and um, just working with are creating a beautiful space for people who are neurodivergent and feel really supported and people who have ADHD or maybe autistic and how they can be supported in just working in their business. Because we know that sometimes it can be difficult in a neurotypical world to, to do all the things with running a business. So welcome, Molly. Thank you so much, Cindy. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Um, so I'm a, I'm a therapist in Asheville, North Carolina. Um, I've been in practice for you know, intermittently, like almost 10 years now. Um, uh, and recently, I mean, I, I guess most of my practice has been based around trans and non-binary people and ADHD and autistic folks, um, like myself. And I found through this work that folks uh, really struggle with like the traditional nine to five job. Right. And there's a lot of accommodations that can be made in different jobs and different spheres, but the like quickest and best solution I've found for folks is just encouraging people to consider doing something on their own, becoming a business owner, becoming a business worker. Even if you're an anti-capitalist, even if that's not your jam, the freedom that it allows is so huge. Um, on top of that, I've just gotten super into like ADHD and autistic research, um, just become a super special interest focus of mine for the past two to three years. And so I've been doing some coaching, offering coaching to ADHD folks and autistic folks specifically around career development and like business ownership. And I've also found that like adventuring and having a chance to reset has been a really important part of building something new. So that's really what the retreat came out of. I went on a couple of retreats and had an amazing time, really was able to move my business forward. And I felt that I could offer something that I don't see a ton of out there. Um, like specialized business and business leadership growing for folks that have different brains, right? For folks that don't necessarily, doesn't necessarily work for them to just think about scaling their business in the traditional way. Um, mm -hmm. When we have to talk more about self-care and, and balance and how to take care of ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've been following you along on this journey and just what you're doing is so beautiful and you've put so much thought into how you want to structure these retreats and how you want to offer them. And yeah, like I said, they're really, really just so beautiful. So thinking about like when you started thinking about offering something like this, what are some of the things that came to mind about like maybe what was missing in this area or how you can support these people? 100%. Yeah. I think for me, it actually started as a program because I had so much knowledge that I wanted to share. So I was like, I could build out a three month program where I really help people think about how to start, how, how to support themselves, and then how to like not repeat toxic work patterns from previous jobs. Because I think I see that so, so much in my clients and myself that we, we end up like either like burning ourselves into the ground, trying to make it work or like just really struggling with structure, right? Just really struggling to like make things happen in a specific timeline because 
we were taught really hard and mean ways to do that through work environments. And so we end up repeating that without even really realizing it. Um, and so, yeah, I started out as a program so I could like really help people dive into this knowledge about our brains and the way that they work and like how we need a certain amount of dopamine and how to get that dopamine <laughs> to make things function. Um, but yeah, I mean, I realized that like retreats are a nice way to get a chunk of knowledge in a new location without having to like maybe overcommit, right? Sometimes programs also have this uh, tendency to like, we'll, a lot of us will do a bunch of things all at once, right? And then be like, I couldn't absorb any of that knowledge <laughs> because I was trying to do 20 things to solve this problem. As mm-hmm. opposed to I can one weekend and learn a bunch of stuff and then also integrate it, right? Really like take it home and sit with it. Yeah. Yeah. I think the retreats are special in that way because sometimes we can get caught up in doing like all the programs and all the online trainings and and mm-hmm. we'll do them just to check them off the box or it's like there may be this rush to learn it and you don't really have time to integrate it or let it sink in. So I really mm-hmm. love the retreat model in that you can set aside this time and it's like, okay, I'm away from home. I'm not going to have the distractions of being at home. I can maybe, you know, put my autoresponder on my email so I'm not connected to work and you really can separate a little bit and be in this environment that's really conducive to learning and also absorbing. And I even think about um, sometimes when I've run retreats before, me and my colleague Jane have told people like as they're leaving the retreat, maybe if they're driving, you know, back home or if they're driving to the airport, if they could just like um, not turn on the radio, not turn on a podcast and just maybe drive in silence, even if it's just for like 20 minutes or so, uh, we would preferably (laughs) have it be longer than that. But just to be able to integrate and absorb and make sure Mm -hmm. that you ease back into your life when you get back home, because I think that's the problem today is that we're just constantly bombarded with stuff and we're, we think we're learning all this stuff, but Mm -hmm. It's just like we're, we keep accumulating it and we don't mm-hmm. give it time to settle into our being. Right. Or, or learn how to make sense of it, right? Like where it goes, where it's all of that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Just taking that time is so important, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was thinking about like um, with if... Um, like for ADHD people out there, autistic people, like what are some of the things that you've noticed that are, Mm -hmm. that might be the hardest to maybe integrate from like the neurotypical teachings of Mm -hmm. what it is to own a business and how we can like uh, alter those things and make it where it makes sense to be like, yeah, you can be successful in this. You just approach it in a different way. 100%. Yeah. So I think like, Money is a big part of it, right? So like, uh, I think a lot of folks, so there's there's this concept of, I don't know if you've heard of it, but like PDA, which is like, the, the harder word is pathological demand avoidance, but the kinder word that we're trying to shift towards is persistent drive for autonomy, basically just means that a lot of us really struggle when we're told to do something, right? When, we're, when someone says, this is the way you should do it. And this is part of why I think being in a, in a traditional job setting can be so hard for so long because we're pushing up against that constantly, right? These demands can be external, but they can also be internal. And so we come across this pattern where we often end up shaming ourselves for not doing something, or we should be doing something, I should be doing something, I should be getting on this. And that actually makes it really hard to engage with that. I mentioned money because I feel like I see it show show up so much with like budgeting, spending money, uh, uh, taxes, all of that. Um, 
the things that we should be doing or that we felt like other people have told us is like the most important to business, right? We come across these like business guru folks on the internet and like, this is the most important thing that you should be doing with your business. <laughs> and I think a lot of us have this, have this shame reaction and then it actually makes it harder to engage with that knowledge, right? Like how do I learn how to do my taxes well? How do I learn whether I want to be an S corp or an LLC or a DBA, which is something you and I talked about pretty recently, right? Yeah. Like how do I investigate that in a way that is supportive of my brain as opposed to trying to shame myself into doing a thing? Like that's that's just one example of the ways in which I think the typical way that nine to fives aren't set up for us and also the way that like business coaches and business neurotypical business support doesn't really suit us, right? Because it doesn't work around that way that our brains process information. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there's not a a lot of room for flexibility or nuance. There's this, a lot of these places are just highly structured and it's like, this is how you do it, but Mm -hmm. they don't understand that there's like different ways to do it and you can still be successful. And I think uh, also taking away that shaming aspect of it when it comes to, yeah, this is what you should be doing. And it's like, well, maybe if it was uh, presented in a way that my brain understands a little bit better, then yeah, I would definitely be able to do that. <laughs> or if I could invite myself into this thing, right? And mm-hmm. I think that's a lot of the like positive internal coaching you can do with yourself is inviting yourself into things and allowing yourself to really follow excitement and joy. That's another part that I see that like, usually that's why someone will start a business or leave their job and think they can do it, right? But then like, we'll lose track of it as things get a little harder. Right. And so we'll be like, okay, I just need to get in the grind. I just need to figure out how to do this and push myself and push myself and push myself. But in reality, we should be probably taking a step back, breathing and trying to find the joy, right. The thing that brought us into this to begin with, right. Like where is the spark happening? Follow that. Right. And it might mean that your career changes shape a bunch. And that's also really okay. Right. The neurotypical model is often like find your job, stay at it for 40 years, like wait for your pension. And that just does not, work. And it doesn't work in, in business either for ADHD and autistic folks. We might need more novelty. We might need more change. We also might need more novelty and change and routine, <laughs> especially for those of us that are both ADHD and autistic, which I think is an interesting neurotype to be. You you kind of need to constantly pl- be playing a balance game of, of needing to satisfy the novelty-seeking parts of yourself while also honoring the parts of yourself that do need some routine in the morning, some routine in the evening, some routine in the way that you communicate with others. Um, It's a lot of part honoring. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And I think what you mentioned, that balance is so important. And thinking about the following your joy and also being able to you know, just take care of some of the practical business tasks. Like both of those things are important. And I think sometimes we can get out of balance one way or the other, where it's just like, hey, I'm only going to do what's fun. And it's like, yeah, but there's also some structure that needs to be in the business. But then also we can get pulled too far into that uh, structure part of it, where it's like, I've totally lost sight of the joy and the spark that really made me excited about this business in the first place. Right. And now it's drudgery. And now I'm dreading going to work, even though I previously loved this. Like, why do I not love this the way that I used to? And it's, yeah, it's often getting stuck. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that just the balance of the structure and the joy, if you can find a way to have that be a little bit more fluid, like, like you were Mm -hmm. talking about with the routine and what structure do I need? And how can I, uh, maybe how can this, uh, 
information be presented to me in a way where it makes sense for my brain, where it's like we talked about earlier, like where it's not shaming, where it's like I can really um, believe in myself. And I think that's what you're doing with these retreats, where it's helping Mm -hmm. business owners to be like, yes, you can do this. And there are ways that we can talk about this, where you can have both the structure and the routine that you need, while also not losing sight Mm -hmm. of that joy and that spark of what makes it exciting Mm -hmm. to be in this business. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think there's there's a, there's often a mountain of shame with ADHD and autistic folks, right? From living in a neurotypical world and just having constant, like different forms of rejection, right? And then internal rejection that we don't really feel like we belong in different spaces. Mm-hmm. Um, but to be constantly reminded of like where you do belong and how your brain is actually beautiful and unique and incredibly powerful. And then tailoring your work to reflect that. I think it can be pretty life-changing. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And now thinking about that, what are some of these considerations that you've maybe put into place for your retreats that makes it, you mm-hmm. know, welcoming and makes it really set up to cater to these folks? 100%. Yeah. So uh, one of the big things was like seeing the venue for myself in person. Um, I really wanted it to be like comfortable, like have the ability to have a lot of privacy for folks, right? The ability to like change the temperature of the room. So just like sensory wise, like I needed the space to have a lot of customization. Um, That felt really important. And then like, I don't want to overwhelm folks with all the information I want to share. So we're going to break it up. We're going to have a lot of little like learning sessions with a lot of downtime and relaxation built into it. Um, I... I personally sometimes struggle with like uh, joyful movement and exercise. Exercise even is like kind of a hard word, I think, for our community. Um, but moving has shown to be so helpful for like dopamine replenishment um, that finding a way to do that in a way that is joyful is really helpful. So uh, I've recently discovered e-bikes and e-bikes are just like the most joyful, fun thing ever because like if you're working too hard, you can just push the throttle and then you can go and it's okay. <laughs> and you get to see the world super fast and that's lovely. And so I, I'm hoping to offer e-biking through the Garden of the Gods, which is this incredible structure um, that is just like sensory overwhelm in the best possible way, right? Full on sensory seeking situation. On the flip side of that, the, the space that I've found has a 12 person hot tub and Manitou Springs is known for its like abundant, gorgeous, like hot springs that are throughout the whole area. And so on the flip side of like hiking and biking and doing all this like kind of active stuff, I also want us to be able to sit and rest and relax. And so we'll also probably be doing some like soaking and just sitting in a hot body of water. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Yeah. Why don't you uh, tell a little bit more about like where it's going to be and the, the accommodations, maybe some of the things, uh, the topics that you'll be talking about so people can get a sense of, Hey, is this retreat right for me at this time? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, So we're going to be in Colorado and we're going to be in Manitou Springs, which is right outside of Colorado Springs, about an hour and 15 minutes from Denver. Um, which is like just far enough to be in the mountains and like to be really like able to see this like ridiculously gorgeous vista pretty much every time you walk outside. (laughs) And so if you're from like where I'm from in North Carolina, you'll be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mountains. I'm like, no, no, these mountains are intense. They are gorgeous. They're different. Um, so we'll be, we'll be there. Um, and sorry, what was the other part of your question? Oh, I think just, um, (laughs) talking about the whole retreat in general, like, like what it's going to be like. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, 
Learning sessions from me are going to be primarily focused on like working with your brain and neurodivergence as a business owner. Um, we have four incredible speakers, um, which was like, a, you know, just like a happenstance thing of the folks that were available um, at this time. Um, we're going to have a home organizer and professional like organizing consultant who is also neurodivergent. Her hyper focus for a long time has been how people deal with their sense of home and stuff, right? Because there's so much we collect and we observe and we create so many spaces with stuff. So like having a better relationship with stuff and organization is uh, world changing. So she helped me through a move recently and I was like, I would love to have you come to this retreat and talk. So she's going to lead us through some, some thinking about that. Um, we also have a, a master uh, hypnotherapist who uh, uses mindfulness and hypnotherapy, like the combination of the two specifically for ADHD business owners, which is wild. Um, basically allowing yourself to self hypnotize into a good focused state, which is wild. Like that's new to me and I'm, I love it. Um, yeah. And then we have someone who is really focused on like burnout prevention and, and like being really self-compassionate and really understanding how you can change the way you look at money and asking for more money in the work that you do to promote your ability to do this in the long term, which is a big thing as a business owner, right? We can't, we don't have, we're not unlimited energy beings, right? We have to figure out a way to replenish. And so, yeah, her, uh, Janelle, my other friend who's going to be offering that talk is going to be focused on that. Um, yeah. And I'm probably going to do some, some very uh, decolonized uh, health at every size yoga as well <laughs> yeah. with my friend Reed. Um, oh, just a bunch perfect. of really, really amazing human beings doing really cool, weird things in the neurodivergent world. And I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I think it's going to be a lot of learning and a lot of connecting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Uh, what about, because um, I know that there's lots of different options for, you know, if you want your own room or if you want to share a room with other people, or if you want to bring a partner along with you, or if you mm -hmm. want to bring a friend. So talk about just some of these different, like really flexible options where, where you can, you, you know, pick your room and decide who you want to bring with you. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, folks, it, it's pretty customizable. So I found a lot of private spaces in this large house. So there's this beautiful large house right on like the main avenue of Manatee Springs that it's tucked back enough. Um, and you're going to be able to have a king size bed. Um, all of them, except for one room is, is king size beds. Um, and the rooms are quite large so that there's often a little sitting area and these big deep soaker tubs and also rainfall showers, which is like all the nice, super luxurious amenities you can imagine. Um, but it's also accessible if you decide to bring a friend who also wants to participate, another colleague that's also ADHD or autistic or both and wants to learn about, you know, how to take care of yourself as a business owner. Um, if two folks share a room, it brings the, down, the cost down significantly. So it's pretty accessible. Um, but you can also bring a partner, you know, like if your partner just wants to go on an adventure and that could be part of your business right off to join you, right? They could go exploring, you know, throughout the day and just join us for meals and some of the activities. Yeah. Yeah. I really love that option where you can, uh, you know, travel because sometimes you feel bad, like leaving your partner behind if you're going to this really cool retreat space. And it's like, hey, you can come along and just do your own thing during the day and we can still join together for meals and everything. So I really love that that's an option. Yeah, I've done it both ways and both are super nice, right? Like traveling mm -hmm. on your own, kind of being like, I'm doing my own thing this weekend. 
but also bringing your partner and being like, I have someone to like cuddle with at night and like, you know, decompress from this very long day is also really nice. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. I love that. And thinking about, um, yeah, I want to make sure that people know like where they can, um, sign up and everything. So I did write down. So I know that you have it where it's a U D H D. Uh, so is it like, uh, Um, how do you say that? (laughs) Yeah, it's a newer term because I think it's coming up in the the social media sphere to just kind of encapsulate those of us that are autistic, ADHD, and or both, right? Mm -hmm. Like, uh, so it's helpful to kind of just shorten it. So I say ADHD. Okay, um, that's what that's what I was guessing because I've seen it written a lot in the online space, and I'm like, I have never said this out loud. So it's the ADHD Business mm-hmm. Builders Retreat 2023. Yep. So it's going to yep. be September 15th through the 18th in Minato Springs, Colorado. And when is the deadline for people to register? August 14th. Yeah. Okay. So as my first retreat that, that, that we have to have kind of a hard cutoff. And so mm-hmm. August 14th, so we got two, two weeks we're recording around, you know, two weeks, two week mark. So yeah. Yeah. yeah join us. <laughs> That's my biggest like push. It's just like, I'd love to have more amazing ADHD business owners business creative humans join us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And I will, you know, put a link in the show notes to where you can register and everything and all the information about the retreat. And um, do you have the website available if people are just listening? And um, Eventually it's going to be neuroabundant.com, but right now it is neuroabundant.partra.com slash page slash home. Okay. So that might be a lot to type in. So follow the link in, in the news profile, obviously, but yeah, neuroabundant. You can also find us on on Facebook, on Instagram. In in a couple, we have a group, um, uh, neuroabundant business or neuroabundant retreats um, is the business group, and also neuroabundant on uh, Facebook and Instagram as a page. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I know that you um, you started a couple of Facebook groups that um, that mm-hmm. are helpful. Do you want to share those? So if people are looking yeah. for a community, so they can get support around this. For sure. Yeah. Even if the retreat isn't thing, isn't your thing. Um, Neuroqueer Healers on Facebook. We're a really lovely community, just people that are neurodivergent and queer supporting one another in doing healing work. Right. So that's three different intersections. Uh, and so like we're pretty niche, but like that means that the support is extra specialized and lovely. So that's Neuroqueer Healers. And then if you're looking for more business support, there's ADHD business support and ADHD clinicians. ADHD clinicians is specifically for ADHD identifying therapists and and clinical workers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that you've created all these beautiful spaces for people to to work together and share. And I know that it's, you know, beautiful, supportive communities. And is there anything that you want to leave people with today before we sign off? Um, Honestly, that's a great place to leave things. Community is really, really important. And that's a bit that I didn't talk a ton about in this in this uh, podcast. But that's really been a big push is just being able to connect with other neurodivergent people is probably the biggest tool in your toolkit. And that's why retreats and also programs and, and even the complicatedness with social media, why groups can be so helpful if you tailor them to you and what you need. Yeah. So community, that's my biggest thing. Oh, it is community. Like it, it's so deep and so important. And I think just being able to be around people and, and just talk about things is so, so important in healing. Absolutely. Yeah. So thank you so much for being here today. And I look forward to getting this out there. And I hope, um, you know, people are signing up because this is really going to be so supportive. So thank you again for sharing about this. Thank you so much for having me, Cindy. I really appreciate it. 
I'm truly grateful that you choose to join me here for practical, nature-based, magical support for your business and life. For more inspiration and to see what I'm up to, join me over on Instagram at Mountain Practice Journeys. If you're enjoying yourself here, please head over to Apple Podcast and hit those five stars and I'll be over the moon. If you'd like to work with me, join me in Forest Mind, my cozy, supportive, small group mastermind for introverted, highly sensitive solopreneurs who help and heal. And I'd love to see you at a tiny retreat sometime. May the forest be with you.